This is WCNO Palm City, the good news station. Stay tuned to get great guidance on Medicare, insurance, retirement, tax planning, Social Security, 401k, IRA, pensions, including the FRS, Florida Retirement Systems, and much more. You are listening to the Financial Literacy Show with Hubert McIntosh, CPA, right here on WCNO Radio. Stay with us for the next hour and elevate your financial IQ. And now, here is your host, Hubert McIntosh, CPA. Good evening, good evening, family. Oh my gosh, it's another Friday, 4 p.m. Oh my gosh, I guess most of you know what else I'm going to say right after that. It's the truth. I can't lie. It's the truth. I am in beautiful Palm City, Florida. And the sun is shining. The sun is shining. The temperature is about 74 degrees. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. I was speaking with someone yesterday in Seattle, Washington. (laughs) I wonder if he's listening. And he said, if I can send him some sunshine. So, Mike, we're sending some sunshine to you from the great state of Florida to the great state of Washington, okay? So just receive the sunshine. So family, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. You know, it's always a privilege when I know some of you are just sitting by, whether by the radio or by the computer and waiting. And, you know, I don't take it lightly. It's an honor. It's an honor and a privilege that I can have listening ears So I try to follow what the Holy Spirit leads and guides. So thank you so much. I'm in the studio. A number in the studio, 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. And last week, a listener called me after because she pointed out that I was ending the show and She says, I was leaving the station, but I didn't give a number. I didn't give a number. So I'm going to give you the number for when I'm outside the studio also, because I know some of you don't want to come on the air, but I know I am telling you, you see when people come, you see the questions that you have and you come, you get bold. Remember, nobody's seen you. Because we don't have you on Facebook Live yet. We're going to move towards Facebook Live, but we're not there yet. So right now, it's just voice. Nobody knows you, but I am telling you, the questions that you ask, you're thinking that question is just for you, but I am telling you that, do you know many times, you know, one of my friends was laughing at me the other day and says, oh, brother, you says, oh, my gosh, what a great question. So she was telling me, she says, I have three questions for you. And I think there are three great questions. I know she's listening. Is one of my faithful listeners. So I thank you guys. I thank you. So, so when I'm not in the studio, you can call at 561-332-1755. 561-332-1755. 
I hope I give you the right number. I'll double check it. But I'm in the studio now, and it's 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. So thank you. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, we were having lunch, our brunch, our afternoon with some friends last Sunday. And one of my friends, she mentioned something and I said, you know what? You've just given me a good topic for the radio. I'm going to speak about that next week. So here she was sharing an example, something I had known, and, but she was reminding me that her sister, her sister and her brother-in-law, in terms of planning, in terms of planning, Wow, we're starting, and I did not in, I did not invoke the presence of the Holy Spirit. So let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Father, we just thank you for this great and wonderful day that you have shared with us, Lord. We thank you. Thank you. It's a blessing. It's a privilege, Father God, that we are in your presence, in your presence, Lord. Father God, nothing matters more than your presence presence and we thank you for such an honor and a privilege your presence lord wow you know father we just thank you we just praise you glorify your name so father as i speak to your people oh father speak through me father wear me like a cloak father god open their ears open their ears lord to listen and father god just let them not just be Hearers of the word, but doers. And Lord, I pray that what I'll be sharing today and other days, Father God, that they will take it to heart and receive it that it's coming from you. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, as I was praying about the presence, as I was praying about the presence, I was going to share. Story and I remember I'm praying. So I says, let me let me let me share the story after. You know, in um, Exodus 33, I think it's Exodus 33. If we go back, Jehovah, um, you know, Jehovah had just come down from the mountain. Not Jehovah come down from Moses came down from the mountain, right? And while he was up in the mountain, you know, um, Jehovah was speaking with him and telling him that, you know, I'm just tired of those people. I'm just tired of those people. He says, while you're up here getting message from me, you know, they're down there making graven images. I'm just tired. I'm just tired of them. And he said something so interesting to Moses. He says, you know what? Because I had promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am going to send them. I'm still going to give them the promised land. I'm still going to send them. But I'm going to let an angel go before them. I am not going to go with them. I am not going to go with them. But I am still going to protect them. I'm going to send them. I'm going to send them and I'm going to protect them. But I am not going with them. Moses could have said thank you. But Moses pleaded. 
Moses pleaded with him, pleaded with him and says, sending us and sending them and your presence is not there. It means nothing. So I just thought I would just share that with you, his presence. So I encourage you, I encourage you that just, just bask in his presence. You know, you know, sometimes we sing the song and we says, in his presence, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. But I just encourage each of you to just meditate on that. Even just that verse, in his presence, there's fullness of joy. All right. So thank you for joining us. We're in the studio, 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. So back to the story I was giving you about my friend last week while we were having, I think it was in the afternoon, so I don't even know if it was lunch or dinner, but it was mid-afternoon, so brunch, whatever you call it, or something like that, or afternoon meal, or so she was sharing, and she was talking about her sister and her brother-in-law. And she says, you know, brother, you, you know, you talk about this planning. Do you know that they did everything? They planned everything except for one thing. Except for one thing. Listen to that. They planned everything except for one thing. So before I get into it, I ask you, how many of you are planning? For those of you who are planning, but you're leaving out something. You're leaving out something. You remember when Jesus went to the pool of Bethesda? And the lame man, the lame man that was there for 38 years. Isn't it interesting? Do you notice that Jesus did not ask him if he wanted to walk? Do you remember what Jesus asked him? He did not ask him if he wanted to walk. He asked him if he wanted to be whole if he wanted to be whole so please be aware that sometimes we're making plans to fix one thing but if there's a gap sometimes that gap just messes up so that's what i'm gonna share with you today about what my friend shared with me last week and reminded me her sister and her brother-in-law did every planning except one. They, they were prepared for a financial future. Their retirement, the way how it was structured. It was structured. They're getting ready to retire. And everything was structured. Like, you know, you, you'll even see these commercials on TV and they'll ask, what's your number? What's your number? In other words, they're asking, what's that number you have for retirement? You know, some people will tell you you need one million, you need two million, you have three million. People will tell you all kind of different numbers. I'm not going to tell you a number, but we're going to talk about this one thing that she said that they did not prepare for. Do you guys guess what I'm going? 
caregiving. Caregiving. Because guess what they did not plan for because they didn't realize that they were both going to come under chronic illness. They both fell to chronic illness. And I tell you, chronic illness is one of those where, as I even shared with my friend, chronic illness is very interesting, you know, depending on the level of it, if you even go where a long-term care situation a long-term care situation. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to speak from the heart. You know, I'm just speaking real to you. Sometimes when a long-term care situation comes on a person, I just experienced it three years ago. Yeah. The, the patriarch, the patriarch of our family. We lost the patriarch of our family, you know, three years ago. You know, so... And I remember what his contemplation was each day because he had reached stage six dementia. And here he is aware that he has a problem. He's aware. Initially, he started being aware that he has a problem. And he was, he was in between two minds. Can I beat this dementia that I sense coming on worse than worse? Can I beat this dementia or will the Lord take me? And, and, and I tell you, folks, when someone gets to that point now, this is not something you can minimize because, and we may say, well, this person is weak or that weak. I'm telling you, don't throw no rocks. Don't start throwing no rocks about who is weak and who is not weak. Until you walk that shoe. Until you wear that shoe. Be careful about, well, I would have done this. I would have done that. Oh, let me tell you. I know sometimes we minimize it and we say the person is weak. I even hear Christians says, oh my gosh, their belief in God is not strong. Really? Really? So what are you going to say about Elijah? Elijah's faith wasn't strong when he wished God would have taken him. Elijah's faith wasn't strong. John the Baptist. Didn't John the Baptist send to Jesus to say, hey, is it you? Or should we wait for another one? So, guys, just be careful when you're saying, you know, like, well, if it was you. Because here it is. Someone reaches that stage. They don't know if they want to go forward or if they want to go backward or if they want to go, if they want to stop. That is a tough, tough, tough call. So, a lot of times we're planning... And we're not planning for long-term care. And the patriarch of our family, um, he was fortunate, right? In the sense that he had enough financial resources 
and where he was, it was his home that he built. So he didn't have a mortgage. He didn't have external, he had minimal expenses, daily expenses. So it did not reach the stage where he had to go into a long-term care facility. But it was a concern. So with that concern, I want to talk with you about long-term care, caregiving. And the topic I want to use today is how to start the family caregiving discussion. Because what is happening and what has happened and it's still happening and will be happening, we're not discussing it. We're not discussing it. We're not discussing it. I was talking to two friends a couple of weeks ago about it and husband and wife, you know, they're in their 60s and we're talking about it. And basically they had this attitude that, well, we're just going to take care of each other. We're just going to take care of each other. We don't have to worry about long-term care. We will take care of each other. My friends, if you reach that point where that's the only answer you have, I hate to say it, you're in denial. You are either in denial or you're ignorant of long-term care. You're ignorant of long-term care. Long-term care has wiped out many of fortunes where people retire and they think, they think they had enough money. They think they had enough money and that story changed. And I am telling you, it can be minimized. Sometimes it can be avoided. Sometimes it can be minimized. But it starts with a discussion. The family has to discuss it and what is happening it's a very tough topic because you don't want to tell mama and grandma and grandpa that hey you can't do this anymore you can't do this anymore i experienced this here before last with the no matria. So when I'm telling you these things, I'm tell I'm not telling you stories way out there. I'm telling you stories real close. The matriarch of our family. She's now 91. So she took over the patriarch died three years ago. Our matriarch is now 91. And she was living in her own home. She was living in her own home because she wanted that independence. But my cousin, who's her daughter, had to put her feet down and says, Mom, you're not living here alone. Because she almost burned the house down. She almost burned the house down. She was losing her eyesight and some of her memory. So guess what? She turned the stove on. Yes, she turned the stove on and she did not remember that the stove was on. 
she did not remember the stove was on so the stove was on for a while and she went later putting a piece of cloth or something to their house almost burned down the fire rescue had to come and all of that so this is what happens but what is happening why the discussion in and the independence because as we grow older we we still want that independence so that acceptance that acceptance that we can't do it anymore it's not a very easy acceptance for an elderly person no matter who it is it's 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 not easy to accept that i can't do this anymore i have to be dependent on someone i have to be dependent that's not an easy acceptance and i know many of you are dealing with that many of you have dealt with that I'm dealing with that now in a couple of situations. So I'm talking to you from experience, but the key part, as I said, we got to have a discussion. So we're in the studio, 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. This is Hubert McIntosh, your CPA, talking about financial literacy so why when we talk about the planning why does it have to start with a discussion it has to start with a discussion because each person and each family are at different places you cannot make an assumption that people are at the same places so Read it. I'm, I'm going to read this to you. Nobody looks forward to discussing finances and elder care with their parents. But guess what? Every family needs to do it. Every family needs to do it. Every family, no matter how strong you think your parents are, they're 65, they're 70, and they look so good. They look so good. And in your mind, you're saying, oh, mom and dad look so good. We're not going to talk about it. And I hate to tell you, it's, it's going to be only a matter of time. As we age, our body decays. And that's hard to accept. But our body decays. Where you think this saying? You think it was a facetious saying, once a man, twice a child. It's like it's that you use whether you want to use a, 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 what you call that, where a slope where it goes up and then it levels off and it comes down. That is life. We started on the left side. We started on the left side as a child and we grow and then we get strong. And there comes a point in our life where we peak, we reach level. And that peak or level is different for everyone. It's different for everyone. There's no formula to say this level is at 50 or 55. Some people reach it at 45. Some reach it at 55. Some people don't reach it until 70. But let me tell you, when you get to that peak, I tell you what's coming next. You're heading down to that trough. 
you're heading down. You are heading down. Folks, I'm just speaking reality to you. You get to that peak, you're heading down. So what's the challenge then? Were you prepared? Were you prepared mentally? Were you prepared financially? Is the family prepared? These are tough. And let me tell you, you can't start planning that at that time. It's too late. It is too late. It's a sad reality. That person reaches that point and they're heading down. It's too late. The rest of the life is going to be a sad life. Doesn't give me great comfort to share this with you. But I have to be real with you. I have to be real with you. I remember my uncle that we lost three years ago. My uncle reached a point that he was praying, man. And he, he told me, he, he didn't keep it quiet. He told me, man. He said, man, I got to go before my wife. I pray the Lord take me before my wife. Yes, he prayed that. He prayed. He says, man, man, I cannot imagine this life if my wife goes before me. Those are not easy discussions. They're hard discussions. But here is my uncle who was one of the fortunate ones in that he saw it coming and he accepted it. He accepted it. But even though he accepted it, what, did that, what does that remind you? Even though he accepted it, he didn't want to do it. He wanted to go. Do you remember in G Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? Do you remember what Jesus said? He says, Father. Basically, he's asking his father. Man, I wish this cup be taken from me. But if it's thine will, if it's thine will, I'll go through with it. So each person... Not everybody gets there. And you know that you, you, you want to know the sad reality. And this is this, this going to sound a bit cold or morbid, but I live this. You know the sad reality? The person who doesn't get there, you know what happens? They die before. Yeah. They died before. They died before. So here's someone speaking to you from experience. My father died at 71. He had a stroke. He had a stroke. Went into the hospital. Never came out. Died three weeks after. So looking back at life now at 71 when my father was in the hospital and didn't make it out of the hospital, you know, Knowing that at that time and you look back at life, you're saddened. You're saddened. You're saddened. Your father in the hospital, he never made it out. You're saddened at that time. Wow. 
and this is just a tough confession to make. I stop now when I look at life. I stop now. I'm telling you, I'm looking at life right now and I'm like, sometimes people don't make it and you wonder. It's a question that each of us is going to ask. The person don't make it, sometimes we're sad. But could it be that it was a gift from God? Could it be? It's a question I'm putting out there. Call me. Share your thoughts with me. We're in the studio. 772-221-1100. 772-221-1100. Call us. Give us some feedback. I think it's a topic that we can interact on. Call. Give us some feedbacks, comments, questions. Let's have a dialogue. Let's have a dialogue. Okay? 772-221-1100. So, so how do we start this family caregiving discussion? This family care di discussion is that you got to have a team. You got to have a team. I am telling you. You got to have a team. It can't start with one person. It can't start with one person. And for those of you, you know, I know some of the listeners are married and some are not married. Some, some are widowed or, you know, and so basically sometimes, you know, you don't have that direct partner. But you have it in your church. You have it in your surroundings, you know. The Lord does not leave us. He doesn't forsake us. So it's got to be where you're going to seek him. Because James 1.5 says, If anyone lacks wisdom, seek the Lord. But you have to have a team. You have to have people that you can discuss this with. It's sad. Many couples, many people, whether it's single or it's just two people, and sometimes... They don't even have another person who have the keys to their home. But it starts with a discussion and a team. You got to be prepared. One other thing I want to caution you on when you start this discussion, okay? Don't insist that this conversation needs to happen in one big session. Don't insist on that. Don't insist on that because you may have three or four people talking about it and some are further ahead than the other. So you can't expect it to finish in one session. You got to give those who are behind the opportunity to catch up. Yeah. You got to. So if you insist that you want to finish this in one session, you're, 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 you're just going to isolate people. You're going to isolate people where um, basically those who are not, who, who are not up, they, they'll just don't bother continue with the discussion. And they just, they just clam up. They just clam up. They just shut up. And, um, and you're like, are they upset? It's not even so much upset. It's just that they can't deal with it. 
They just can't deal with her. They're just not ready to deal with it. They're just not ready to deal with it. So you have to give the person time to catch up. You know, if part of the team, if it's four of you, five of you, where you have three three children, says, okay, we're going to talk to mom and dad and, you know, and then one child is ahead of the other two and he or she wants to carry the conversation and don't give the other two siblings time to catch up. I tell you, that can cause the biggest riff if you don't give the other two time to catch up because you know what I have seen happen? <laughs> this, these are facts I'm telling you. I'm just not giving you the names. Where the other two shut up and the one that was just wanting to just command and... and Oh, we got a caller. Let's see. Let's see if we can help this caller. Okay. Caller, you're on the line. Thanks for calling. Hello, uh, Hoover. It's Sue, Sue and Al. Remember? Oh, my gosh. Sue and Al. Oh, my gosh. You guys have heard me talk so much about you. Thank you for calling. Wow. Now, listen, listen to this. He is rich. He filled out the retirement paper. In June, he's retired. Of course, our income will now go down $12,000 a year. We already are poor, but we trust the Lord. You know, we're doing fine. Now, what happened is um, I'm 76 and he's 64. You know, a couple of months ago, he goes to the JFK hospital. They think he's dying. They think he needs pacemaker. Oh, he smoked, so now he's all this stuff. And it turned out to be he was poisoned at work um, from insecticides. He's a maintenance uh, supervisor guy. Yes. So, so anyway, the pastor went there and prayed. I went, and I believe, we believe God healed him of the poison. But when the ambulance came, they uh, asked the lady, the EMT, and I said, well, is this serious? She says, very, very serious. And they, we live upstairs. They took him. He couldn't stand up. They took him down down in the, um, you know, the stairs in one of those wheelchairs or whatever they call it, and to the ambulance. So in the ambulance, they gave them three shots, which were one froze him, one make him sweat. He was very uncomfortable. And they saved his life because the shots for the, Heart attack or stroke, whatever it would have been, um, goes for the poison too. Poisoning too. The shot. The shots work for both poisoning and heart. So uh, the cardiologist over there, for sure, they come in the room. I said, No, we're not having pacemakers. No, we're not having statins. No, we're trusting God here. And they're looking at me like, Lady, we're tired of talking to you. <laughs> So, so that, that, it's the first day I went to the hospital. So there he is. You know, he's not watching television, and, and he can't keep his food down. Okay. So anyway, the pastor showed up that night. I, he didn't call me to tell me what happened. So I go in there the next day. You know, he doesn't want to wear the nightgown and everything, so I got his pajamas and everything. And I figured he's going to live there for a couple of weeks. <laughs> So anyway, I go in, oh, now he's sitting up eating a big dinner, and he's all better. And it, he, he's a, kind of a young Christian, and he doesn't realize the power of prayer on his own body, I guess. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. So God, God has Al peace uh, back at work right now. He has a knee, a knee problem. He can't do the stairs all the time. He went to orthopedic guy, and he's he's just, now he's he's just going to be sixty five in May and May. Yes. And I will be. I am seventy six. I'll be seventy seven. Oh, who knows? Ninety nine. <laughs> you, you just. You don't know. God said to me, he said, don't worry. I know the day you're born and the day you will pass away. Wow. 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 Sue, that is awesome. I so, I so, so, I so appreciate and thank you for coming on because as I was encouraging the listeners, you know, sometimes the story that you share, it's not just for you. You're helping others. So I know with you calling you are encouraging others at this moment. So I thank you and I thank you. Your testimony is great. I talk about you guys all the time, you know, but I didn't use the name, you know. But, but. Oh, it's okay. But the Holy Spirit had me call and uh, uh, we, we are also uh, prepared, you know, very little for the future. But we own, you know, we have a condo. We have no last will and testament. Mm-hmm. But everything's in both names, or so we're married. But um, is that urgent? We must have that. Or yes, you 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 people? you need that. You need that yesterday, Sue. You need that yesterday. You need okay. You need that yesterday. Deciding at the hospital, right? Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. All so, right. Um, I will contact you another time about that, maybe, and you have. A wonderful day today, okay? Thank you very um, much. I, don't, I can't afford these lawyers. Uh, I, the lawyer said, oh, for three fifty an hour, uh, you... No, Sue, left. there are other ways. You don't have to do that. Give me a, give me a okay. call. You don't have to okay. do that. Don't pay oh, no okay. three fifty. nothing. You don't have to no, do that. I, I was the legal secretary at one time, so I, I have the paper here. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay, good. God bless you today, and I hope that the people will be encouraged to know uh, that God has a plan for them just as well to pass as when he, they, they were born. They, they ended up being born, and they lived all these years, so trust God. Don't give up hope. Thank you, Sue. Okay, L- bye-bye now. Love, bye. you, love you much. I appreci- <laughs> appreciate your calling. God bless you. Wow. Thank you, Sue. Wow. To God be the glory. You know, I have shared with you guys about that couple (laughs) before, you know, in the sense that, you know, whereas he was working, you know, he was working and he was wondering, man, does he have to work two more years? I said, no, you need to go. And, you know, we did the evaluation and the the numbers was not going to be that much different. You know, so he filed, he filed for his social security and (laughs) just a beautiful story. So I I, I thank Sue for calling. So as we're talking about it, here's an example she just gave there now, like for instance, where God intervened in Al's case, because here's what happened now. So you're getting a heart attack, right? And here it is, she called the ambulance come, right? The ambulance come. Keep in mind now, the ambulance came 
and he was spared, you know, whatever they did helped, you know, because the poison, because he was a maintenance guy and he was, you know, you're dealing with sometimes you're dealing with some some chemicals that are toxic and so forth. So sometimes you get poisoned by something. It's not because someone intentionally poisoned. You see, a lot of times people don't realize that, that whatever happens to you, sometimes it's not because it's international. It's just called life. It's just called life. And I always encourage you guys with this website that it's a valuable website that each of you can go on from time. It calls lifehappens.org. Lifehappens.org. Life will happen to all of us. All of us. Nobody's gonna escape that. Life is gonna happen. I know sometimes some things happen and then we say and we blame the devil. Yes, we know the devil is our enemy, but not everything that happens to us is because of the devil. Sometimes it's because of our own negligence. And sometimes it's also to teach us and to strengthen us. We're in the studio, 772-221-1100, So, okay. So I said we got to start a discussion. But what I'm going to share with you now are the topics of the discussion, right? I'm going to share the topics because each person details going to be different. But these, I'm going to share with you four topics. Not going to bombard you. I could go into more detail, but there are four topics that you got to talk about. Four topics. Number one, medical. Number one is the medical. Because a lot of times, even with Medicare, one of the challenge, even with Medicare, Someone turns 65 and they're taking Medicare. There's also a challenge because you have so many options. Sometimes people don't know what option to choose. And you may say, why? Because if prices are different and they cover different things, they cover different things. So you don't know what to choose. Some people are making a decision and they're saying, well, I'm 65, but I'm very healthy. I'm not making, I'm not taking any medication. So I'm just, I'm just going to choose the cheapest plan. And I can tell you sometimes that can be the worst thing you can do. But I want to emphasize now because it says medical. And sometimes when you use the terminology medical, as every person over 65 believes that medical covers everything. But medical does not cover. Medicare does not cover long-term care. Nope, it doesn't. So if that was your belief, start reprogramming your mind. Long-term care is not covered by Medicare. Not covered by Medicare. Just want to let you know that. Okay? Doesn't cover it. So keep that in mind. Number two. Legal. You heard what Sue just shared with me. And I'm going to call her and I'm going to encourage her. I'm not even going to wait on 
her to decide. She said they don't have a last will and testament. They don't have it. They don't have it. She also said they're not wealthy. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Your last will and testament has nothing to do with whether you are wealthy or not. It's not about wealth. It's about communicating. Communicating legally. Legally. Legally what you want to happen. Let's see if we have a caller here. Let's see if we can help this caller. Caller, you're on the line. Thanks for calling. Yes, good afternoon, Mr. McIntosh. How are you today? I am well. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> to God be the glory. Yes. I am one of your listeners, and I just walk in the house, and I heard you, um, and I said I refuse to let my brother um, alone talk about this topic. So I had to jump in and give my testimony um, because everything that you're saying is the gospel truth. Oh, my gosh. My sister, you, uh, have, you have blessed um, me. You're giving me goosebumps yes. as you're saying that. Yes. It is the gospel truth, and uh, we uh, do not want to talk about these things. It's the way that we were brought up, uh, not talking about end of life and talking mm -hmm. about uh, uh, long-term care insurance and talking about life insurance and talking about, you know, these things that happen as we go along the journey called yes. life. Yes. It is not a comfortable topic mm -hmm. to talk about, but it is an important topic yes. to talk about. Yes. It's not comfortable, but it's a necessity. Yes. The way that we have, we need water to stay alive. Yes, which is a necessity. It is also severely important. Yes, for us to talk about these topics. Yes, because many a time, I it always says that the people perish for lack of knowledge. Wow. And that's what it is. We do not have the knowledge because the pastors don't talk about it. Uh, in the church, many churches don't talk about it. They will tell you, you know, preach the sermon, bring the offering, da-da-da-da, kumbaya, everything. And they don't talk about this important thing that is that we need to know, that we must know. As a little girl, my father used to say something to me. And he said to me that, uh, as a young little girl, he said to me, sit me down and he said, you are not responsible for how you come into this world. Mm. But you are responsible for how you go out. Wow. And he said to me, never let anybody hold a saucer for you. Mm. Go out with dignity. You know, I mm. didn't understand what the saucer mean at that time. Yes. But as I get older, mm. 
I understood what my father was saying to me. Wow. And it's sad to say that my father passed away at 59 years old. I was 16. He passed away at 59. Yes. But he had his life insurance to bury him. We didn't have to hold a, a saucer for him. Wow. And not only that he had his life insurance to, to bury him, he also left money to bury his mother, which mm. is my grandma. Mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm. And I carried that. Yes. I carried that, and I make sure. He always said to me, if you, if you make 50 cents, put away 15. Wow. <laughs> put away 15. Wow. Wow. And, and as an health care worker who has been in the health care industry for 29 years. Yes. Uh, work in one of the best hospitals in New York. Yes. Before I migrated to Florida, now I didn't know about long-term care, and I and I'm just I'm just hoping that if we if I change one person mind today, mm, yes, by coming on, because yeah. believe me, I just dropped my groceries. I I didn't even put them away yet. I said I got to get on. But if I change with my testimony, if I can change one person. And if I can just direct one person in in the right pathway today, then it would have worked it all. My sister, I can assure you the spirit already quickened me. You're changing more than one. You Glo are changing Glo more than one. So just receive Glo that blessing for this Glo testimony. God. Hallelujah. Yes, Thank receive the Jesus. blessing, my sister. Hallelujah. Yes, the Hallelujah. give God. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Give we God the glory. God the yes. Glory. Yes. But I want to hold up your hand today. Oof. Because I don't want it to believe like you're just flopping up your lips. Hallelujah. It's just a lip talk. I don't want people to mm. believe this just a lip talk that you are. It's mm. coming from the depths of your heart. You are walking in your truth. Thank you, sis. Thank glory you. Glory to God. Thank you, sis. And I, I want to tell our listeners today, I want to tell you a little bit of my testimony. Yes. Glory be to God. As I said, I worked in one of the best hospitals in New York um, for t over 10 years before I moved to Florida. Yes. I did not know about long-term care insurance, but I knew about life insurance. Look at that. Wow. When I moved to Florida and I started to uh, uh, take care of you know, home care and, 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 and going into, you know, um, a lot of these clients' home and, 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 and realize that they have long-term care insurance. And I said, wow, yes. the people perish for lack of knowledge. Yes, yes. And while I was 42, I took out my long-term care insurance. Wow. When I didn't have any blood pressure or anything. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. And I took that out. Yes. And in 2016, 2016 I was diagnosed with some spinal issues. Mm. The spinal issues were so bad that it affected my ability to walk. It killed my peripheral nerve mm. in my right leg. Yes. And I end up in a wheelchair. Wow. 
I prayed for one here, going back to the doctor, back and forth, but I still hold my faith. Amen. And I said, God, you got to do something for me. One year passed. Yes. And I was getting worse. I went to my, 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 my neurologist one day, and he said to me, what do you have to use? to lose. He didn't say it that nicely. He said, okay, he said, what the hell do you have to lose? He said, if you don't do the surgery, you will end up in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Yeah. Is this what you wanted? Now I was in my 49. Mm. Eight. Mm. I went home, my husband and I, and we sit down and we discussed it. Yes. And we talked about it and I said, babe, we got to do it. Yes. So we're going to pray about it. Yes. And we're going to hold faith, and we're going to get it, and we're going to do it. Amen. And he says, yes, babe. And in that conversation yes. that we had about mm. me going into the hospital to do a lumbar dectomy yeah. surgery. Yes. Okay? Wow. I didn't know what. It was going to be, even though I was all in fate, I am not so good with anesthesia. So yes. we sit down and we talk about end of life. Yes. My husband tell me, I tell him what I want him to do. Mm. I tell him, babe, if I don't make it out, you yes. know, we know. And my husband and I, we are people of faith. Yes. But we have to be realistic. Wow. Glory be to God. Glory be to God, so sis. Have this conversation. Yes. And I tell my husband what I wanted him to do. Yes. And God forbid I don't make it out of the unemployment. Yes. Okay. And after, then he tells me, he said, babe, if anything should happen to me, this is what I want you to do. Yes. Okay. After we have that discussion, we go by faith. And we went in, I went into at the surgery. Surgery had lasted 11 hours. Wow. And you know, got to put all these screws in my back and everything and whatever, whatever. Glory be to God. My husband took care of me for two years. Hallelujah. By himself. Hallelujah. By himself. Hallelujah. For two years. Bathe me, dress me, feed me, Woo. everything. For two years, and in the third year, because I had to wear a brace on it that I got to sleep with, I, you know, I moved from the wheelchair to a walker. And, you know, it was that story, but God is good. Thank you. And in the third year, I said, babe, we need to get somebody because I have this insurance. Yes. And I said, babe, you need to <laughs> rest now. I was so tired. I, I felt it for him so badly. I said, babe, take a break. Let me get somebody. Now, let's use up, you know my insurance yes. that I have if I have this long-term care insurance and I have been paying for it for what? Almost 18 years or, you know, what wow. they're about. Wow. So we were able to get a caregiver in mm. who could drive me to the doc. No, I don't have to. I don't have mm. to wait on the van to come and get us mm. to take us to mm. here and there into Turkey. I was able to get a caregiver to come in Okay, for 10 hours a day, mm. we were able to, you know, take me to the doctor, you know, help me shower, do all these things and stuff like that to give my husband a break. Mm. Okay. Long-term care insurance is not for seniors. It's for everyone. Thank you. Who is over 21 years old. Thank you, sis. Who has a job. Thank you. 
who is working. Thank you. Thank you. Long-term care insurance is not an age thing. It's not a senior mm. thing. Mm. Mm. It mm. is a necessity that we need to have to put it in the back so you can pull it out when you need it. Oh, my sis, that your testimony. I, I just had to give you that time because I'm telling you with you saying Glory it, because with me saying it, sometimes it may sound like a symbol, but you saying it, you have lived it and you're sharing. So I have lived mm. it. Mm. And, and, and if my story and I tell you something, I tell you something. My husband passed away a year and a half ago. Uh-huh, my condolences. Yes, a year and a half ago, he passed away from a month. Um, at 59 years old, from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Sitting right next to me in the car. Thank God I'm the one that was driving. Wow, wow. Okay. But what I'm saying today. Yes. You see, because we had the talk. Yes, yes. I knew what he wanted. Wow. I knew his last wow. week. Wow. God be the glory. Wow. Thank you. I knew what it was. You know, mm. I just got another shot because I was talking to Karen and I didn't even know Mr. Meshedek passed away. And I was there sometime in January mm. to see him mm. about some issues that my husband passed and that I want to talk to him about financially. But we must have the talk. Thank you, sis. Because we have, we had the talk. And even though my heart was broken. Yes. I knew what his last wishes were. Wow. Wow. And I gave him his last wishes. Wow. 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 So radio listeners, take heed today. Mm. Mm. Take heed today. Mm. So many times it happened. Yeah. Mama gets sick. Mm. Papa gets sick. Auntie gets sick. And nobody knows what to do. Yes. We had sudden death and everybody's running around like a chicken without an end. Don't know what to do. Yes. Because we don't know what mama want. We don't know what daddy wants. Yes. Please, oh. my sisters and my brothers out there. Yes. I am a living testimony. Thank and you. if I should encourage one person today. Thank you, my sis. Time, time, is, time, time, is of, time is up on us. We only have a few. Life insurance is important. God bless it. Mr. McIntosh, I would like to see, um, leave your number so I can see, make an appointment with you to be yes. in your office. Yes. God bless you. God sir. bless you. Well, we got to check out, folks. Call me at 561-332-1755. 561-332-1755. Have a great evening, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Financial Literacy Show. Till next time, make sure to stay updated on MacintoshFinancialGroup.com. If you have any questions, call us on 561-332-1755. Disclaimer. 
This material was created to provide accurate and reliable information on the subjects covered but should not be regarded as a complete analysis of these subjects. It is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, or other professional advice. The services of an appropriate professional should be sought regarding your individual situation. Advisory services may be offered through Forta Financial Group Incorporated, member FINRA-SIPC.